Hey everyone, welcome to GiantBomb.com's reviewing of video games. That's, we don't have a, it's, it's a, we're here to review the Tetris effect. It's just Tetris effect. Tetris, it's not, it's, the, it's not the, the Tetris effect is a thing. Yes. With its own Wikipedia article. Yeah. And all. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. Because uh, it's got its own thing. Tetris effect. Yes. Um, I'm here with Ben Pack who Hi. has reviewed Tetris effect. I have. Uh, it's available now, uh, PlayStation 4 only. Yeah. 40 bucks. Uh, $40. VR, PlayStation VR compatible. Yeah. Uh, and it's Tetris. It's Tetris. Yeah. So kind of, that's, that's the thing here. You know, mm. we can talk a lot about the game and we're going to talk a lot about the game. But at the end of the day, it's Tetris. And if you really don't like Tetris, probably not going to like this like, game. It's not going to sell you. Like, it, it is still Tetris underneath it all. It's yes. not, you know, you if you if you already know you don't like Tetris, that's probably... Yeah. Boom, done. That's the thing to know up front is this this game, everything you're doing in it, different different kinds of Tetrises. Yeah. Skins on Tetris, flips yep. on the rules of Tetris. But at the end of the day, it's Tetris. Yeah. And I think it's a hell of a Tetris. Uh, just talking about the physics of it, I guess you could say. Mm. Just how the pieces feel and fall and the rules that are applied to them. That stuff feels like as good as it's ever been to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it... it the rules of Tetris are kind of constantly evolving and right. change from game to game. You know, there is an organization that controls Tetris and decides all that. Uh, and it's not like they put out patch notes or anything for Tetris. It's yeah. yeah there's not like official statements. I mean, there might be. But I think there. Are, I think I want to say that there is a page that kind of details some of that stuff. But anyway. Uh, but they don't get out there and they're not like talking about, oh, this time it's this. Next week, Tetris is, we're nerfing the straight piece. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of it. You come in and you know and you understand that it's Tetris. But right away, I could tell from somebody, I, I personally have a, a deep, long history with Tetris. Uh, I've played a lot of Tetris games yeah. and a lot of hours of those games. And uh, right, this feels right up there with the best of them to me, just in terms of, you know, uh, we've talked about how some Tetris games can get kind of ruinous with the infinite spin. Mm -hmm. I think Tetris Worlds, you said it was, yeah, yeah. was one of those ones. Um, some are a little too stripped down for my liking. You know, uh, original Tetris didn't have a hold piece, and there are some kinds of Tetris games it's, that. That's the sort that of stuff sort of as the the rules have evolved to include like the the fast drop, the slow, the, the hard the hard drop, the soft drop, T spinning. Uh, yeah. Um, and so yeah, this this feels very I guess you could say modern Tetris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but then kind of once you get into the the trappings around it, I feel like that's where this game really flourishes. So it's um. Produced by Mizuguchi, mm -hmm. uh, famously of Luminous and Res and, yeah. and a few other games. Uh, it seems like you can see a lot of that. Like, in, in a lot of ways, this is Tetris with the skin concept of Luminous. Yeah, very, very much. Uh, so I, I hadn't actually played a lot of Luminous. Mm. Really, my first experience with it was that remaster oh, right. that came out yeah, this yeah. year. Uh, so seeing that and kind of thinking about that while playing this, yes, it is... It is Tetris X Luminous in many ways yeah. uh, because kind of so the main the main way to play the game is the journey mode. It's kind of their I mean use huge quotation marks story mode. Sure, uh, you know there's not like dialogue or anything, but it's kind of an it, it takes you on an emotional journey mm -hmm. rather than a. Uh, a text-based one. There are lyrics to the songs. There's lyrics to the songs and there's common themes, you know, about being kind of together mm. and we're all in this. 
you know, we're all, it, there's a lot of world music kind of yeah, tribal yeah. beats, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all feels thematically constant, even though you're working with a lot of different backgrounds. So, you know, one stage might be you're flowing through the ocean with dolphins and another stage might be you're in Hawaii and there's, you know, hula music and volcanoes and stuff like that right. going on, or you're in a space station. Uh, they're, they all kind of flow together so each of the levels is is kind of a chunk of two or three or four different songs and stages that mm-hmm. are each each stage has a unique background a unique song um and unique sound effects for like rotating the piece and exactly. dropping the pieces and stuff yeah so rotating the pieces will do sound effects and clearing lines will progress you through so kind of on a on a standard map you have to clear 36 lines to get to the next stage and within that one stage you might have three or four different backgrounds uh, that yeah. kind of change as you're like evolve or yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd say there's maybe, I don't know, 20 of those roughly. I feel like there's probably more in journey mode. It's probably somewhere around that number. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that, but then there are some that I think only surface in the, uh, the effect modes right. or, or whatever. Um, and I, I feel like that journey mode, it's uh, I really like the pacing of it and not just in, that I think it, so it starts you can have beginner normal and expert modes mm-hmm. uh, I feel like the normal ramps up in difficulty just hard enough that last level can get really tough mm-hmm. uh, but the the nice thing about it is even in the harder levels they kind of we we had Mizuguchi in the studio talking about the game and, and he really wanted to stress the fact that he didn't want to just make a game that got harder and more stressful. He wanted to make something that kind of ebbed and flowed. And you see that where it will ramp up in difficulty and the speed that the, right. in which pieces are dropping and then dip back down. After well, yeah, we, we, we talked about the, the way a stage will evolve over the course of it and that that speed is part of the, you know, like you get to phase two of the song after clearing a handful of lines and the, the speed is going to change as well. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like, especially in the late game, uh, it seems like a lot of them have a pace of like, it starts at kind of a reasonable pace and then there's a feverish thing in the middle Yep. and you frantically have to clear some lines and then it'll kind of pitch, it'll come back down for the end of it. Uh, and so how do you find the difficulty overall? Like just playing through the journey mode in, in, in normal, you say it feels like pretty nice, but does it feel... Does any of that catch you off guard or just kind of get, did you get used to the ebbs and flows of it or? I definitely found myself getting caught off guard. Um, and that, you know, I, I was failing here and there. Uh, you know, uh, I feel like with Tetris, if you just make like three bad moves in a row, mm-hmm. you're going to set yourself back substantially. And so when it jumps from, let's say, line speed four to line speed eight, and suddenly you're just not ready for those first couple of pieces. Yeah. You can definitely get caught off guard. But as I played it more and more and got ready, got used to the way that the, mm. the tracks moved and went back for higher scores, I could uh, have an easier time with it. And that also helped with one of kind of mm, the larger issues that has come up with that game, which is uh, it can be a little hard to take it all in while you're playing. Uh, especially your first couple times oh, sure, going through the, the aesthetic nature of it. Yeah, because yeah, these backgrounds are really visually interesting. The the way that the sounds interact, you know, I kind of didn't notice that I was creating a lot of these sound effects my first time playing through until right. I got to a, a point where I was intentionally slowing down and looking at the board, and I noticed that the music had slowed down a little bit too, and yeah, and I moved yeah. around a little bit, and it was just like, oh shit, this is yeah, this is really cool. Um, 
But like I said, if you're playing, especially on harder difficulties, especially on later stages, uh, it's easy to not be able to take in a lot of that stuff, which is what really makes this game unique, is kind of the experience around the Tetris. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd say the... the so I, I've played a chunk of the game myself. The the one thing that I found that it, it's it's interesting, it, it seems like a very smart thing, is when that speed change happens, there is that's like kind of the only constant sound effect in the whole thing is that yes. bell. There's like a ding and you like... You train yourself to respond to the bell. Like, okay, here it comes. It's either good or bad. Right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you're ready. You're ready for of. a change. Uh, and I thought that was an interesting way to do that in a game that is all about kind of each skin having its own sound that that goes with it. Uh, so the game... Uh, let's let's talk about the visual stuff for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the game, obviously, you know, you can play it in VR. You can play it out of VR. Uh, how do you feel about it in both forms? Like, is it a great VR game? Is it... Is it like harder to see the surroundings in VR because you're that much more immersed in the pieces or is it, is it the opposite true? Like how's that stuff shake out? I found it, it's, it's gone a little all over the place for me in VR. Uh, right out the gate, I will say with confidence and as somebody who hasn't played a lot of VR, this is my favorite VR experience mm -hmm. that I have experienced. Um, you know, using that, the PSVR is PSVR only, right. uh, we should say. And it really does... So Tetris, let me back up a little bit. Tetris is a game that I find and that there's been studies on that kind of back this up is, and this is the Tetris effect, mm. you get locked into Tetris. Right. It kind of takes over your thought because you're thinking about the pieces that are falling, you're thinking about your hold pieces, you're thinking about the coming, the pieces that are coming up, you're thinking about maintaining your strategy, you know, can I keep this line going on the left here so I can clear multiple Tetrises back to back? Yeah. And all that's kind of wrapped up. And then it helped that Tetris kind of classically has had a really good musical score to go along with the game. Sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, that kind of just added to the, it a little bit. And mm -hmm. then the backgrounds of Tetris games were really nothing special. It's just like art. So here's some Russian buildings. Yeah. yeah. Some very basic stuff. But really uh, putting, it, putting it on the VR helmet, even the first time I did it and just playing a very easy level on very, very low difficulty, just mm -hmm. kind of so I could take it all in was great uh it alleviates a lot of issues i have with vr which is i don't have to move around a lot this is right, a sedentary yeah. experience you have the helmet on but you're playing with the controller like you would be normally yeah all you're doing is looking around and seeing the different you know if you're flowing through space you're seeing stars pass you if you're there's like a hot air balloon level mm -hmm. and you can look around and I noticed in the in the hot air balloon level, I was able to read the logos and the oh, huh. stuff on the balloons that I wasn't able to in 2D, um, at least on my first pass of it. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like the VR experience, it, it does add a lot to the game. I feel like it's uh, the fact that the music is mostly non-vocal. It's, it's a lot of stuff that you can just kind of have on ambient mm -hmm. helps. You know, it's not anything either too fast paced or crazy either. So it's not taking you out of the experience right um, yeah it's just a lot of it if you like to chill out mm, but also play tetris oh. <laughs> <laughs> it hits both of those fairly well for me um, yeah i i don't think you necessarily lose anything from playing it outside of tetris uh or outside of vr sorry yeah. yes outside of vr um, I think it's a little easier to do some of the more fast-paced things outside of VR, though mm. I have had really good games in VR. Mm. Uh, my The biggest issue I found in VR is keeping track of your 
hold piece and your next coming piece because you have to kind of look up into the left or up into the right to see them. You can manipulate the camera. And so maybe Does that happen also it, in VR? Can yes. you, you can do okay because I, I know outside of VR you can use the analog sticks to kind of just position you Tetris where in, you want it. You can mm, angle yeah. it, your view of it, and that does help a little bit. Um, I just wish on that front, for as far as the camera goes, that there is a default. Uh, like you could lock in. Like I want. So I start out most matches by zooming in mm-hmm. um, for like a half a second, and I just wish I could set that to be my blanket. Oh sure, because right. you know. It's there's so many modes that start out so quickly that you don't really want it. You, you want, don't have time to zoom. You don't in. have time yeah, to mess yeah. around and get your angle just right. I wish there was maybe a unified like I like it like this. You yeah. set it once in options and it's that's right. the default. Yeah. Um. And uh, so let's see. Yeah, th- that's the kind of audio visual aesthetic. Talk about the journey mode. Um, yeah. That's maybe like an hour. 45 minutes or something like, like assuming you're not losing, I guess uh, like if, I would if say you're playing straight through maybe, maybe closer to two. Okay. Cause I feel like those chunks take about 15 to 20 minutes on the longer ones. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, and then especially if you're playing on expert, you have to clear more lines to advance right. through, but I'd say on normal. Yeah. You're looking at around two hours. Okay. Uh, that last level is a bit longer than, yeah. than the other ones, but yeah, if you, it, and, uh, it's worth noting that there is a, theater mode you unlock for it after completion where Mm. if you want to just put on that vr helmet and sail through these (laughs) crazy backgrounds take the tetris out of it yeah you can totally do that which i have found to be pleasing to some you know i was showing this game off to some friends the other day and it's just a a cool way to experience it's like a good entry point for vr in a way here's a very low impact low-key thing here's an it's like an itunes visualizer right yeah but you could be in it and make the sounds a little different by pressing these buttons which is cool um and yeah so that 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 journey mode is is roughly you know it's it's a couple hours you can play through it front to back in all in one sitting if you want there's a mode Mm -hmm. for that uh, I'm playing through on expert as we speak. I got about two thirds of the way through, and it is hard. Yeah, and that is coming from someone who considers someone pretty pretty decent at Tetris. Yeah. Um. So the other section of the game is the effect modes. Mm-hmm. These are just kind of like little one offs. Uh, these seem pretty in line with uh a lot of the like official Bonus Tetris modes. modes, ultra and marathon. Yeah. Like like those are all marathon like canonical. Sprint, yeah. Uh, there's been a mystery mode before in other games where it kind of throws random things at you. Yeah, like, yeah. You're going to get the same piece seven times in a row or oh. it flips upside down and ah. the controls are backwards. And yeah. Those, that one's extra fucked in VR. Yeah, the, I'll the tell you what. Down. Oh, really? Oh. Um, mm. But yeah, so they're, they're kind of broken up into different groupings. There's like classic, which is your marathon, your sprint. Mm. Yeah. Marathon's clear 150 lines. Sprints clear 40 lines as fast as you can. Or Marathon might be 300. Uh, yeah. And then there's like focus mode, which are these are kind of the harder ones. There's more puzzle oriented um, stuff. All clear, which is you're going to get four pieces and you have to clear all the blocks on screen. Mm-hmm. Or um, clear out the infected pieces. It gives you kind of a half filled well with random placings. And oh, random and like the, some of the some pieces are lit up and clearing those lit up pieces. Gets and, your points. And yeah. I I think that they've imported a lot of, of good classic ones like uh, Mystery, like I was saying. And, you know, I can't speak for sure. I haven't played every Tetris game, but it feels yeah. like a couple of these are new mm. to this game. And I feel like they do a good job of teaching you how to be better at Tetris. Uh, the line clear one that I was talking about where you it's kind of a p- puzzle. Right. It's more puzzle oriented than normal Tetris, but it was teaching me to look out for... 
how to clear certain line configurations that I wouldn't normally be able to clear because it's like, hey, here's one piece. You know, you can clear some chunk of lines with it, and you'll clear all of these with these four pieces. But what do you actually do? Right. Yeah. Um, and it kind of uses color coding to show you where, like, if you're overwhelmed and don't know where to start, it'll be, mm. you know, each piece is color coded. Each of the different tetraminos have their own color. And you'll see the lines have kind of the same color that they want you to clear from that piece. Right. Okay. And so it kind of teaches you to look out for, oh, I never thought of using the S block to clear this line if I know I have a T block coming because then I could just do this and this. And it's... It all comes back to Tetris. Right. Yeah. So it's all like these are just different abilities that all come together in a normal game of Tetris. Yeah. But broken out into their own. And uh, stuff that like th like that mode in particular seems like it could be really good at teaching you some of the like more modern Tetris concepts of T-spins. Totally. Yeah. You have to that... start once you get to 16 clears or something. It starts throwing in a little bit of yeah. T-spin there. Um, and then, uh, so master was a uh, master. Is it master, master mode? mode? Yeah. Uh, tell me about the M, the M speeds. Yeah. So it's similar to, uh, I believe they call it G20 in Tetris Grandmaster, where it is the speed at which the Tetris pieces no longer fall. Mm -hmm. There is no more falling animation. They come from the top. You still have control. So you can still, if you're holding to the left, they will veer to the left. If you're holding right. to the right, like you can get all the way before you hit the bottom, but you have to maneuver it across the ground. So like let's say you're starting out with a flat peat, flat bottom and it's just a square drops. Yeah. You can move that square to the left to the right. If it's a T, you can spin it, mm -hmm. but the gravity just kind of locks in at a point and that's what scales up. It doesn't get faster because it's as fast as you can go. Right. It just leaves you less time to fiddle around and futz around before with the pieces, it latches in. Before it locks okay. in. Yeah. Um and that's really good at teaching you about you know, when speed gets high enough, it's less about creating a, a line block and clearing multiple Tetrises. It's more about keeping a level playing field because horizontal movement becomes as important as vertical or more important than vertical movement. Right. Um, so I think that's a nice little, there is that like high, high end. If you are competitive at Tetris and want to fucking yeah. drill down and get, you know, they have leaderboards and mm -hmm. for everything. They have tons of leaderboards yeah, in this game, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and that's just some of the trappings around these modes. I, I really like that there is kind of this hub world where you can see, you know, you get your own avatar. Uh, you see kind of your friends and stuff like that. Yeah, you can yeah. see everyone's level. Um, it feeds into they do the, they're doing weekend challenges where it's like, okay, play something from the classic playlist. And then if you do it, you can get an avatar, and if uh, the community as a whole clears a certain a number million of lines, lines or whatever, it is, or whatever yeah, yeah. everyone unlocks something else. Yeah. Um, so, so far, it sounds like that, but you know, they've only had one weekend, I think, since we've. They had one in the beta. Reported. Oh, okay. Too. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah. it sounds like they cleared it pretty quickly. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I tuned in on the first day, and it was already at fifty-five percent or yeah, something. I think by the time I round. by the time I got in, it was like eighty-five already or something. I'm like, well, I'll. I'll contribute a little bit and get something but yeah and so i think if they i think that they have potential there to keep people coming back um right. you know i feel like a lot of the concerns for this game come down to value uh, i feel like it's like gameplay you kind of know what you're going to get the visuals yeah. are cool the music is cool but you know it's one of those things where at the end of the day you're going to pay 40 dollars for tetris yeah 
And so what can they do to make that more appealing? And I think right. that having these weekend activities, especially if they get more weird with them, you know, we've only seen the one. Mm-hmm. And so far it seems like it's like play one from this playlist. But maybe, you know, it's get X number of teaspoons or who, who knows oh, right. what, yeah. who yeah. knows I how crazy they can go with them. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely something that's going to keep me personally coming back and checking it out mm-hmm. for as long as I feel like they have interesting things to do with it. Right. Yeah. If they start recycling them after a month. If it's just month, like, uh, you're still just clearing lines, but now it's this other mode. And you're like, okay, well. That's, that's less interesting. And I feel like that would be a bummer. But, you know, at the end of the, I keep saying that it is Tetris. But that's really, it's, T- Tetris Effect is, I would say, probably my favorite way to experience and play Tetris yeah. so far. Uh, you know, I've, there's some other really amazing Tetris games out there. Tetris DS is probably up to now been my favorite go-to. Yeah. But that was more so in they made a really good portable Tetris game that has some cool other modes. Like I really right. liked the auxiliary modes of Tetris DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as just stripped down, I'm going to play some Tetris. This, I think, is the best it's ever been um, because it does have that – it has that low barrier to entry. You know, I, I've been playing some with my partner who does, doesn't really know anything about Tetris, but mm. we can put it to beginner mode. And yeah, and like to, beginner learn. mode will turn off like the game over and stuff, right? It, that- uh, well, there are some modes you, you can play that do have that turned off. Um, beginner mode just kind of lowers the speed and how many lines you need to clear. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, as far as journey mode goes. Right. But there are a lot of no fail modes, which is, which is important to mention. You know, there's a lot of like chill marathon, which is... Clear 300 lines as long as it takes you. If you hit the top, it's just going to put you back on the bottom like, oh, okay. clear, and it clear out your well. Completely. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure what it did. I didn't try it. And a lot of those modes you can play on any of the stages that you have in journey mode. So yeah. if you have a certain stage that you really like the visuals of, but it's so frantic playing because it's one of the later <laughs> stages, you can go and kind of experience it in that mode. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like, you know, it is Tetris, but it's, it's, Tetris is a fantastic game. Yeah. Tetris is, uh, I were asked a lot about, like, oh, what's the best game ever made? All this other stuff. And it's, I feel like the canonical answer is at some point just Tetris. Yeah. Even if it might not be my favorite game, it's like, well, you know, Tetris is time tested in a lot of weird ways. And it's, and you know what it is. You can't say like, what's the best game of all time. You can't say Mario because it's like, well, what Mario and everyone right. comes to Mario's for different games. Tetris, you know what Tetris is. Yeah. Uh, and, and even then it's like, well, are you saying Mario is still good now or was it only good then? Right. Or like, you know, Tetris is kind of a eternal thing. Uh, even the bad Tetris games, like you can strip away a lot of the bullshit around them and there's some good Tetris in there. At some point they are still adhering to the, the rules of Tetris. Yeah. Occasionally. I don't know. I've played some <laughs> bad feeling Tetrises, you know, where the block yeah. movement was off and stuff like that. So, but that sounds like, you know, the, the block movement rotation, all that other stuff is, is what you want, right? It does. It does feel tight. Uh, I, my other kind of concern with this game, uh, I wish they had some sort of co-op uh, sure. experience, some yeah. sort of multiplayer, even if it's like pass and play between rounds, something mm. where, uh, you know, it's two people working on a same board or something. I understand that there's not I, I, uh, a competitive mode because yeah. this game is very much about chilling out and playing Tetris, even when it's hard. And also it's about being a VR game. Yes. You know, which is not, you know, you can't hook up two VR helmets to the same PlayStation. So then at that point you're making an online game and mm-hmm. net code. Like I, that's, yeah. it's kind of a different thing at that. Well, whatever. I, I'm not going to make excuses. Like, yeah, I, I, 
I tend to think it should have a multiplayer mode. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, um, just seeing on, on how well they did all the other stuff in the game, I think that they could have done something unique yeah. or cool with, with this uh, as far as multiplayer goes. But again, that's a, that's a minor concern because I feel like this game is social enough that you can... I brought it to a party and f- four or five of us played it for four hours just passing mm. around the controller because it's, it's Tetris. You can jump in, you can clear lines. Even right. if you're bad at it, you can have fun clearing lines. Mm-hmm. And even if you're bad at it, you put on that VR helmet and it's it's a, it's you're a, still, it's a trip. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Like, uh, it's it's hard to explain, but it's one of those things that when you're in it and the, the music is flowing and you have control of the music and you're in these these sound visual soundscapes, it's mm-hmm. it's the ultimate form of a visualizer. I remember how fucking cool visualizers were yep. when MP3 They're still cool. Yes. They're still cool. <laughs> they're still cool. And they're still evolving. <laughs> yes. Milk but milk, but nothing got better than milk drop. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Um so yeah, it, it seems like that this you know thematically this ties into a lot of the stuff that you think about when you think about Tetsuya Mizuguchi. The that yes. kind of togetherness and, the, and that sort of stuff is like there's a lot of that vibe in Res, uh, and and a lot of the people who worked on Res Infinite worked on this uh, as well. Uh, some of the same studios and, and stuff like that. Like you kind of, I guess you kind of see that pedigree. Uh, maybe some of the stuff from from Res Infinite here, um, and. And that's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, he definitely is like, I mean, he already had a style carved out for him. Right. But seeing him bring it to something that everyone already knows, mm-hmm. Tetris, is cool, right? It's it the core. Like, and that was the thing about Luminous is my understanding is the core game of Luminous is it's a fine puzzle game. Yeah, like, it's you wouldn't. It's yeah, it's, it's not it's hugely it's innovative yeah, no, or it's, anything. It's, yeah. it's just smart right. and clicks, but everything around it was what really kind right. of drew people in. And you started getting with with Luminous, you would start getting your favorite skins mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and 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 all that. And uh, yeah, like I, it's the same with Tetris. Like I love Fiery Soul. I love um, uh, Yin and Yang. I like the, the last one, Metamorphosis, quite a bit. It's just you know they they're all similar in style, but they're all unique enough that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes I, I hate the jazz level, but a lot of people think it's really cool because it's just so interactive and yeah. it's one of the more interactive ones. Uh, and just like it's one of those games that leaves me in such a headspace where you you enjoy that jazz level, man, because I got these other levels. Yeah, it's uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, but but yeah, it, it's definitely it seems like poised in a way that like. Hey, this game VR technology has gotten to a certain point where, like, that type of immersion can happen. Like, it it feels like a, a real coalescence, I guess, of a lot of of the ideas that that Tetsuya Mizuguchi has brought to games over the years, uh, which is a fascinating place to be. Yeah. Um. So you gain levels, you gain XP. Like, you know, is it, have you seen anything? I know that there's, there's, there's some late game unlocks of like skins and stuff like that. Or, yeah, or the skins skin. and avatars. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm not really seeing a lot. And the unlock, uh, the progression is, is pretty rough. Uh, and it seems to be tied. I haven't tested this out exactly, but it seems to be tied on how well, like if you have a really good game mm-hmm. of a, of an effect mode, yeah. you're going to get a level and a half versus, you know, oh, okay. journey mode, if you do kind of floundering, you might get half a level. Right. Uh, 
I, I wish they were, I wish there was maybe a little more to unlock because, yeah, uh, we got skins, uh, avatars, mm -hmm. you can change the background music on menus and stuff like that and you're unlocking different right. uh, songs, like from the the songs from the effect mode that you can use oh, okay. or, and yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Um, I don't really know what, maybe different Tetramino skins would be cool. Or, so they do or, have an option in there because uh, it's one of the things that I guess is part of the Tetris rules is that the blocks are supposed to be a set color. Yeah. And it has an option in there that will let you turn the official colors back on because they've, they, you know, they, their skins have dictated them changing that stuff up. Yeah, because like in the, in the fiery, fiery soul stage, your blocks are all look like fire and yeah. there's no color coding there. I, but yeah, I think that was, I think that's good on to Tetris HQ to have that be in there as a mandatory thing where it's like, if you want to just see Tetris. Official Tetris. As Tetris goes. Oh, lock it down. No yeah. fun allowed. That's right. Uh, everyone knows Tetris isn't fun. It's a tool to be used. That's right. Yeah. Um, so this sounds like quite the package. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you liked it quite a bit. Um, and it seems like it comes together pretty well. For something that you look at and go like, oh, Tetris with like Luminous skins and it's in VR. Like it feels like pretty easy to explain. But, but when you actually break down... That sounds like maybe way more than the one sentence description. Totally. I mean, when this game was revealed, I remember that that it was right around E3. Mm -hmm. They had that trailer come out and everyone was just like, yes, cool. I'm sold. Mizuguchi, Tetris makes perfect sense. Yeah. And it was kind of just waiting to see if it was executed upon as if everyone was expecting it to. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it's surpassed that to a degree. I feel like the the journey mode, the levels really do have a good flow to them. There's there's just something so one more game about this game. It has right. that one more sure. game factor really well. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's talk score. What are you thinking here? Honestly, and this is, you know, like I said, this is coming from somebody who has a, quite the fondness for Tetris and somebody who would have, if there was big Tetris problems with this game, I would have been all over them because if you fuck up Tetris, you fuck with me. <laughs> so I'm giving this game. Keep your big Tetris problems out of here. That's right. I'm giving this game five stars. Cool. I think that like it's it's the coolest Tetris experience I've ever had. And yeah. that's saying a lot for me. And I think that the, you know, even even out of VR, I would recommend this game. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have access to a PSVR and don't aren't interested in getting one. I still think just the base game, playing through, watching all those modes is is totally worth the purchase. Cool. All right. Well, Ben, thank you very much. Uh, for your time and uh, that's going to do it for our review of Tetris Effect available now uh, on the PlayStation 4 with optional PlayStation VR support. We'll see you next time. I'm Jeff Gersman. He's Ben Pack. Bye. Thanks.